everybody. Welcome to the Wolfpack Leadership and Culture Podcast. My name is Pip, and I'm super excited to have you on board with us today. If you haven't already, please make sure you like and subscribe to keep up to date with all things leadership and culture. But for now, let's get to it. Woo! On today's episode, I really want to talk to you about the importance of an after-action report, an AAR. Now, this is something that's quite commonly done in military and um, you know most government branches in particular. They do this really well. What an after-action report is, is anytime they go on a mission or really do anything, they do an AAR. And what this does is it allows them to gather all the information about what has transpired and then gives them the opportunity to really do a deep dive and review on this. Now, some of you might be wondering why this might be important, especially for a podcast about leadership and culture. Well, this practice should be done in every aspect of your business. Um, Taking it from a page of the military after any time they have an engagement or anything, they always do review to see what went right, what went wrong. It's really important that through business, we do the same thing as well. We're here in Australia currently looking at the potential of lockdown 2.0. Here in New South Wales, in Sydney, we've got some massive hotspots growing. Victoria is basically on lockdown. Places in Melbourne, you know, have some major issues, unfortunately. And so my question really is, how many of us have actually done uh, a review of how we handled the first stage of lockdown? Speaking with a number of clients of ours, I think it is few and far between who've actually taken the time to sit down with their team members and really review what has happened, you know, how well did they handle lockdown version one. When we were first thrown into lockdown, for many businesses, it was boom, overnight, you're in lockdown, can't do do anything anymore. So we were very reactive. We didn't really know what to do, how to really do this, so we were flying by the seat of the pants and doing the very best we possibly could. And don't get me wrong, so many businesses did a fantastic job um, but got me wondering, now that we have a chance, I know the premier here in New South Wales is saying it's not going to happen, but worst case, it does happen. If we're starting to look at this, why aren't more people starting to be a bit more proactive? Why aren't more businesses starting to consider what they did the first time and how to improve upon it? There is a strong chance that we might have to close shops for a a little bit again we might have more lockdown or more restrictions so let's prepare for that and besides the whole covid aspect let's consider this after action towards any project we do we know that there's a likelihood of either another pandemic down the line or other reasons we have to have team members working remotely so let's start to be a bit more prepared for these chance occurrences that we might have to go into lockdown so what I strongly recommend you do is you know, sit down with your team. We're not you know, being told we got locked down now, but it could happen. So sit down with your team sometime soon and find out what did we do right the first time? What did we do wrong? What could we do better? How did you handle lockdown version 1.0? If we need to do lockdown 2.0, what are your recommendations for us to make sure that you can do your job, that you can still be successful, and ultimately allow us to be successful as well. 
if you don't take time to review what has happened, you're only going to do what you did last time. And that might not be the most successful practice for you. You may have made some really big mistakes that you're unaware of because you haven't taken the time to listen to your team or even, you know, hear them out. I'm not saying that you're being a bad leader or anything, but maybe you just got caught up in the whole, hey, we're back to business. Let's go. Let's go hard. Let's try to get as much capital back into the business. Let's work, work, work. Let's get back to you know doing things the right way. We need to make some more money. And I get that. As soon as doors are open, people are like, hey, come on in. And it makes sense because you know, businesses need capital. But now I really got to wonder, are you ready for this next stage? Like if you have to, are you going to be better prepared for round two? Let's consider the pros and cons of doing uh, this after action report for lockdown version one. Best case scenario, you are better prepared for lockdown 2.0. You learn what went well, what did not go well, you make proper adjustments, you put plans and procedures in place so you know what is going to happen. Worst case, you develop plans and procedures for a future pandemic or of the reason that your staff have to work from home. Maybe the building burns down. Maybe whatever it is, you can't physically be at your shop anymore. How do you go about this? There's no loss. There's no reason why I say, hey, we should not do this after action report. There's nothing to be lost. It's a no-lose situation. You only have the ability to win by doing this report. And once you've done that for this, I strongly advise putting this into practice with every project you do. Anytime you do a you know, marketing campaign, if you're construction and you build, um, just sit down with your team after every project and really do a deep dive and see what worked and what did not work. I worked for a company for a while and they never did this. It was you know, jumping from project to project. I mean, we were like overlapping at times. And the issues we had on one project would inevitably carry on to the next project because no one actually took the time to review what was working and what was not working. And we'd be trying to make some changes for the betterment of the project, for the company, mid-build. Um, and you know, it often fall on deaf ears. We don't have time for this. We'll review this process later. So... It never really allowed the team to grow. While the issues the team had just fester and grew, we'd lose team members mid-projects because you know the company never took time to solve these issues. We can't grow in business without taking the time to review what we're doing, to you know hear our customer feedback and to hear our team members' feedback. That's what an after-action report really does. If you're one of those businesses who was like, no, we are too busy to you know, do these after-action reports, I'd say there's actually something inherently flawed with that and that, and the fact that you're not doing after-action after reports is probably why you're a bit busy. Chances are, if you're extremely busy and you're not doing these after-action uh, reports, that's why you're probably running over in time or you're under-quoting or you're under quick time, whatever it might be, it's only through doing a review of these projects that you're going to be able to find the room to grow. It might mean that you have to say no to a client, say, oh, we need to start this Tuesday. It's like, listen, I can't. I have to start the following Tuesday. We need these five days, and we can start the project then. And that allows you those five days to, to draw attention. Five days isn't much, but hey, at least it's something. 
if your clients say, no, you can't work within my time frame, say, okay, well, you can't work within our time frame. I need to make sure that you get the best service possible. I need to make sure that from our past build or past projects, there were no issues that are going to impact you. This is why I need the five days after my last job before I start a new job. I need to make sure that we can deliver what you deserve. This is a way of switching it to your customer and a customer for you. And maybe you're not the right business for them. There's nothing wrong with turning away customers. I've done before someone you know just doesn't fit with our ethos of leadership and culture. Say, listen, I think the skills you want us to teach, you're going to use them towards evil rather than good. So you're not the right fit for us. We are constantly reviewing what we ourselves are doing. After all of our programs, we do after action reports for the customer. We say, hey, here's what we saw. Here's some concerns we have. Here's what we recommend you do moving forward. And I strongly recommend every business should do that. It's a great way to build your team as well. By doing these after action reports, you listen to your team. It's great when you can sit down, especially if you have a great culture where people are feeling safe and comfortable about giving their feedback. It's a great way of doing it. If your team is able to sit down and say, hey, here's where I was stressed, here's where I didn't think worked well, you can then discuss and maybe you might find out that the communication was flawed or there's a procedure in there somewhere that didn't work, then you can just grow. But your team members feel valued. They feel like they're actually part of something and they're not just the cog that makes things work. Their opinions matter and they're helping grow the business. And by doing so, you actually get people to invest more. If, this is a big if, if you actually address their issues. This is probably one of the biggest warnings, the biggest uh, risks you have with doing after action reports is if you're simply doing this to save face, you're going to cause more harm than good. What I mean is if you're not willing to actually discuss these issues, talk with your team about how you can improve upon these things, and if you're only going to you know, just listen to them to make them feel better, but if you never actually make changes, they're going to see that, see through that. They're going to make they're going to feel like you're one of those politicians who I hear you. I'll make changes. Taxes go up. Um, that that kind of thing. It's really important that if you do an after action report, that you seriously consider taking people's feedback, get back to them as well. Say, hey, we can't do this yet because of the following. You explain to them why. If you're not able to clearly communicate why you can't make a change or why you won't make a change, there's something that you should be paying attention to in that situation. Why are we willing to do this? And how is it going to impact the team? But if you just listen to people say, you're right, those are, that's good feedback. We'll definitely get on that and do nothing. Your team's going to stop giving you feedback. And when it comes time to you actually wanting or needing their feedback, they're not going to give it to you because you don't care. You've never shown the fact that you actually want to make improvements based on what they say and they don't believe you so if you're going to do an after action report like i said i strongly advise you do this review your projects review what you and your team are doing prepare for the future it's all about being proactive team building and leadership it's all about being proactive planning for the next step improving not reacting because that's where we get ourselves into trouble but if you're able to do these after action reports and improve moving forward your team is going to be so much better for it they're going to feel confident that you believe in them, that you trust in their skills, that you respect their opinions. 
even if you don't follow through with the recommendations, if you're able to say, hey, Paul, here's why we can't do A, B, and C because they affect, you know, B and D down the line. Um, these are the things that your team is really going to value and they're going to grow from during this. And it's going to allow you as a business to grow and improve. You might find that you're actually charging too little. You need to up your pricing. Or maybe your teams are um, you know, being pushed a little too hard and they can't actually meet the deadline because you're overlapping jobs too much. Maybe you're not getting enough buffer between jobs or you, know, you haven't accounted for something, which is why you're always chasing your tail. Sometimes as bosses, a lot of the time I'd say, we get caught in the ivory towers. We're way up above. We're looking down. We only see part of the story. We don't see the entire story. And we need the people down below to tell us what's happening from their perspective. And only when we mesh those two views together, we actually start to see the true story. We get a much better picture of what's happening and what's going on around us. So I hope that through this episode, you kind of get the idea of why an after-action report is super important. One, it allows your team to feel heard, and by doing so, you're going to build a better uh, sense of community and trust and communication. You're going to grow and improve your business. You'll address issues, and rather than slap band-aids on them, you can actually start to improve and work to solve those issues. And when you start to acknowledge that there's an issue, everyone on the team will become hyper-aware of that and start looking for solutions. Now, I want to make it clear that you might not solve these issues during an after-action report. You might go, this did not work. Well, how can you fix it? Don't know. That's fine. But as long as you acknowledge it, there's the ability for you to change down the line. If everyone's aware of a problem, they can start looking for solutions. And that's a big thing, making sure you're being aware of the problem so you hopefully find these solutions down the line. But as I said, I really have to warn you, don't be doing after-action reports if you have zero intention of changing. If you're just going to listen to your staff to make them feel better, to make them feel like they've been heard, don't. Just stop what you're doing. You're going to cause a lot more damage in the long run. When people have the ability to voice their concerns and nothing ever changes, they don't think you actually care. They realize you're only doing this to save face. Um, as I said earlier in the podcast, you feel like a politician, and they don't trust. We don't trust politicians. It's a, it's innate for most of us to have re- reservations against uh, certain politicians, especially those who say they're going to do what's best for us and do nothing in the end or do the complete opposite. Make sure you hear your team out and you communicate back with it. If you can't make changes, explain why. They only have part of the vision you have the other part of the vision. Only you can see so much, only they can see so much. And through communicating with one another, you're going to allow the whole team to have a better understanding and respect of everybody's part in this. And if you're not willing to do it, just don't. If you're not willing to make any changes, don't do after-action reports. But realize that you might not grow or you might not grow towards success. You might be building yourselves up on a very weak foundation. Hey, yeah, we can do all these jobs. You just keep piling on top, on top, on top. Quality is going to decline. Your workforce is going to rotate heavily. And you're not going to deliver products. And in the end, you're going to come crumbling down beneath you. Serious businesses review what they do. It's why university and schools always review your work, show your work, you know. 
we're always taught to reflect and make sure that we're happy with what we've done. And you can't be happy with what you've done if you're not actually reviewing what you're doing. And I've said in other podcasts, we're not looking to blame people. Blame doesn't help us. It's all about review and reflection to allow us to look forward and improve as we move forward down the line. So I hope you had a fantastic time on today's episode. I hope you learned a little bit. Um, seriously, After Action Reports, can't praise it enough. If you haven't already, please make sure you like and subscribe to our channel. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, concerns, want to be on the show, love to hear from you. Remember, you got this. Woo!